I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Hey! My mic is all the way over here. <laughs> I meant to put my, 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 uh, the mic here and not my laptop, and I didn't do that. Oh. Is that just a test? No, that was real. I'm sorry. Okay. That was real. Wait, is that the, is this sound okay? Uh, yeah. I'm looking at the, it's okay. Okay. Yeah. Are you sure? I promise. Are you positive? I swear. I swear. I swear. Um, so we actually recorded this episode yesterday, yeah. but we were so delirious, and if you guys haven't heard, I don't know why you would have heard, because I haven't said anything, um, I tonsillitis fucking again, so, um, uh, my And two ear sounds, infections. And two ear infections, guys, I'm really the peak of health right now. Um, my voice doesn't sound like I'm dying today, so that's a lot nicer. So long story short, yesterday, Sydney was dying because of her, like, 18 illnesses. Mm -hmm. And I was dying because I was on a bus for, like, 10 hours yesterday, coming back from Pittsburgh to visit my boyfriend. And also, I'm on UTI medication, so I am, like, constantly dehydrated and, like, delirious. So it's just, it's a great combination going on. It was just, like, the worst thing we've ever recorded. And I was also eating cucumbers. Yes, eating is one word to use <laughs> i could hear the water sloshing around her mouth from across the room where we're recording and i was like oh she's gonna take that out and then she was like yeah i'm not gonna take that out i was like <laughs> they're gonna love to hear that i don't know i don't know anyone in this world that likes to hear people too i c- 
quite like it. You're crazy. I know. You're crazy. I love, not just in the way where like, I like to hear any average human chew. It's like, I like to go on ASMR on YouTube. My, Eric likes it too. And we like to just listen to people ch- chomping away, Is slurping that, what's pasta. That Mukbang? Mukbang. Mukbang. I sounded like a chicken. Yeah. Um, yeah, could not be me. <laughs> like, yeah. When guys, guys are like, I don't mind their chewing, but physically everyone else, I'm like, especially if you're related to me. If I can hear you chewing and you're related to me, it's hands on sight. Like, yeah. I can't do it. Uh, speaking of like, I don't know what, right now I'm on a Halloween like fall kick because it's in the middle of October. And in like what, a week, two weeks, Cindy and I are doing like our conspiracy episode and our murder episode. I think like one of them is going to be a mini and one of them is going to be a full, but basically we're just going to have like a Halloween week, which I'm really excited about. And we are hiring our intern soon, so we're going to make her just choose them for us, like our topics, because, I mean, I like to listen to the podcast My Favorite Murder, and they put so much work into, like, picking the murders, researching, like, the conspiracy theories and everything. I don't want to do that. I have school. See, when it comes to murder, I just be minding my business. I'm going to let the dead rest. Sarah summoned a ghoul into our freaking apartment. I did. I, I, I did. And I was like, girl, no, no, no tee hee hee. Uh-uh. I, do not, I do not mess with the dead. The dead are dead. Let them rest in peace and in silence. But what if it's a nice school? It's still dead. It can go be nice on the other side. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, because the second you start to become unwelcoming, it'll start to fuck with you. See, that's why I don't fuck with Halloween. All that is spooky, spooky shit. Mm-mm. Absolutely I not. love Halloween. I'm going to start doing my, what's this called? Prayers. The Jesus. Sign thing? of the cross. Yeah. What? Is that what's, what's like the name for it? Though? I don't know. Yeah, we both, we both went to religious school and do not know the What, the right. sign of, this is the sign of the cross. Yeah, but like, what's it called? Like, I'm doing the... The sign of the cross. Is that, is that, is that In the, the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, yeah. the sign of the cross, is right? Is that the terminology? Yeah. I'm gonna look this up. Please do. I could have sworn it was the sign of the cross. I just don't know if there's like a name for it. I don't think I've ever heard. No, like, the name is sign of the cross. I'm 100% positive. Tell me, if you, if you find something different, please tell me. Okay. I'm so hungry. I'm about to eat my skirt. Yeah. Sydney doesn't have dinner until 9.30, 7.30 right now. But wait, so I'm on a Halloween kick. But the whole point for me saying that was... It is called sign the cross. Yeah, I know. I wasn't saying you were wrong. I just <laughs> I didn't know. know if you were describing know, what the motion was or if that's what it was called. No, I know. I know. I just... Gen- that is definitely what it's called. I know you weren't saying that I was wrong, but I just, that's definitely what it's called. I just didn't... They could have been a little more creative with that. They got a name for everything but that. <laughs> that the name is the sign of the cross. But that's not really a name. That's just describing what you're doing. Because the verbiage is in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and that whole thing in conjunction is called the sign. Uh, in conjunction <laughs> yes but like you're physically making the sign of the cross yeah. why not call it like yes but that is on catholic school Cindy and i have no idea what we're talking about but the reason why i was talking about halloween so much is because right now i'm on a kick i'm watching like the halloween town series first of all i did not know that ryan from high school musical and kelsey from high school musical are both in halloween town high yeah, she got them ears or something right yeah she's the troll so right now we're in serious distress because someone in our hallway, like someone on our floor, is like setting off the smoke alarm every 30 seconds. So like podcasting is really hard right now. Like we've had to cut and edit so much in this in the past like five or six minutes. So we're I'm a little bit annoyed. We're a little bit in distress. It's the ghoul at Sarah Summit. It probably is. Or just someone trying to make like a whole ass turkey on a Wednesday night at 730. <laughs> what is happening? Ugh, I want turkey. But it's I not even to- just like continuously going off. It's like eat. And then it stops. But then it like starts going again right as I start talking. 
So I'm a little bit peeved. I'm a little it's bit upset. Yeah, yeah. You were you were unwelcoming, and so now it's I was. So, <laughs> you were unwelcoming. It no, got angry at you. No, I said I said <laughs> I'm messing with it. It deserves this piece. It don't need to be in my business. I'm gonna be in this business. And I, That's called mutual <laughs> respect. That's as welcoming as welcoming gets. <laughs> Setting boundaries. That's called a healthy relationship right there. <laughs> it is. And I think that we're a model mm-hmm. for this new generation that's oh, happening yeah. here, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, but, yes, yeah, so the high school, I mean, mus- the high school musical cameo in Halloween Town is a phenomenon that I'm really excited about and didn't realize until very recently. Do you watch the Halloween Town series? Do you no. watch any Halloween movies when Halloween comes around? No. Twitches is the only one I like. We they're should all, watch Twitches together. They're all the same storyline. They all have their film with my foot. And it's, oh no, it's Halloween and the portal is closed. Oh no, <laughs> you gotta save the portal. Oh look, here's a witch. In every single movie. <laughs> I do like Wizard Waverly Place. I like their Halloween episodes. Yeah. I go like Mason and the vampire and stuff. Um, Cindy and I are gonna be Princess Tiana and Princess Lottie for Halloween and we're really excited. We're gonna do so many fun things that weekend. Halloween's on a Sunday this year, so we have to like party a little bit before then, so that Friday and Saturday. A girl has work at 9 a.m. on Monday. Yeah, so we're not partying Sunday. We're partying Friday and Saturday. Yeah, we can do like a little during the day thing. Yeah. I'm already exhausted in preparation for this. Because Sarah would be going all out Halloween. <laughs> Do you know what just happened? I was like, <laughs> since Halloween is on a Sunday, we have to party a few days beforehand, Friday and Saturday. You. I have work Monday. <laughs> Me. Yes. I know. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think I forget what you were saying. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's get to the topic. Oh, wait. But wait. wait one more thing. Bridget's engagement video. Oh, she posted yes. it. I cried. Let's talk about it. Because no one's ever going to love me as much as, she lo- as Mike loves her. Yes. Uh, I love Mike. All, like, just hearing Mike talk about, like, okay, it's crazy to me because Mike said he had, like, a phase where he was just, like, seeing girls all the time. And I just don't believe that. I just don't, I don't believe that Mike could ever do that to anyone. No. But he did. And that makes me have less hope for the male race, but also more because, like, when he said he, like, knew when he met Bridget, like, she was the one. He could just be saying that, but I think Mike would never lie to me. Oh, my God, Mike has a tattoo. Can we talk about that? I was like, pause, stop, rewind. But, um, yeah, because you guys know that, like, my hope for the middle generation is really slipping right now. And Mike just restored that single-handedly. So thank you, Mike. Everyone say thank you, Mike. Right now, go. In your living room, cars, bedroom, say it right now. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Thank <sighs> you, Mike. If you guys don't know who Mike is go go bless your eyes right now go look at we talk about bridget all the time she's the only influencer i literally like um and yeah she just got proposed to two months ago so they released the the, like vlog about it today and like just hearing a man talk about love was weird to me because i feel like i don't hear guys talk about love very often like they were just like hey you know like girls always talk about relationships and like what you should do to do this and this and that when have you ever heard a guy think about guys podcasts they're all like sports Joe Rogan, it's football, it's baseball, it's the other ball. But like, you never hear them be like, how to keep and maintain a healthy, balanced relationship with your significant other. How to not be, you know, an asshole. An asshole. How to get out of hookup culture. How to invest yourself in relationships. Like, you only ever hear girl podcasts doing that. And that's why I like when we get DMs from like our guy listeners that are like, Obviously, your podcast is, like, made by women for women, but, like, being a guy and hearing, like, how girls think or, like, how girls have put so much into whatever, 
like changes my perspective and i'm just like we're out here doing the lord's work (laughs) really sometimes i feel like i just put myself through all this stress to help other people but in fact that's not true i just do it because for some reason i'm sadistic towards myself i would also like to you know speaking of sydney i would also like to point out what she's wearing and the fact that it looks really good so she's wearing a skirt as a dress because i don't know what top i want to wear yet and i didn't want to walk around with my titties so out good. so i just put it on as a dress and the reason why it looks good is cause it's it's a maxi skirt obviously like i'm sure you know she's not wearing like a, mini a skirt, right? mini skirt. <laughs> oh but like there's a slit going through the maxi skirt which makes it look amazing so the skirt like comes up to her upper thigh instead of like her knee so she looks like marilyn monroe going to like a cocktail party after the oscars like that's Ooh. the vibe right now and i'm really into it Ooh. I think about Marilyn and JFK a lot. So do I. JFK was a little hoe. <laughs> Not too illy about. He's also a little assassin. Didn't yeah. he like kill Marilyn Monroe? Or like, was is that a conspiracy theory that JFK like conspired to have Marilyn Monroe killed because of all of the? I'm gonna say gossip, girl, huh? So conspiracy, got it. Conspiracy, yeah, girl, huh? got it, got it. They had like an <laughs> illustrious affair. If you yes. ever, yo, me as a wife, me as a first lady, if I ever, ever ever heard a girl come sing my man happy birthday on live television in that sexual ass manner Ooh, we having a talk that night Ooh, i have so much respect for her and it's not even good she's like, to ya. i'm like there's no way that you felt comfortable enough um singing that manner in front of this man unless you were banging him like i'm sorry miss jackie o Jackie O had it though. She she really had it she like had that. She had it together. Like on the list of like the most well dressed women, Princess Diana, my girl, and um, Jackie O are definitely on that list. Mm-hmm. And you know why? Because both their men were out doing shady shit, so they had to be dressing on tin to like, keep it down. You know, <laughs> to to overcompensate for what their husbands yes. were doing, which I feel like is a lot of women. We it's have to almost call, we all have, men. Mm-hmm. And besides, besides Miss Michelle Obama, their relationship it's just so it makes me emotional it makes me emotional it's the cutest thing I've ever what was the thing that everyone was freaking out about the birthday post right yeah it was like Mish I was like he's so cute <laughs> like I want to marry him and I want him to be my father oh that's an interesting complex let's no, but like, would you rather marry Obama or have Obama be your father I would rather ha- I don't know that's a great question he'd be a great dad and a great husband I think I'd rather him be my father not that I don't love you dad because yeah. I, you might be listening because uh, my, my dad dad's listens not listening. to the podcast. Yes, yeah, no. my dad is not. <laughs> my dad sometimes listens. So I love you, dad. But probably I'd rather have Obama be my dad than my husband. Watch me run for president one day. <laughs> and they'll be like, um, did you once say that you wanted the former president to be both your husband and your father? And I'll be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that I was think, not I, me. I think you got that quote that wrong. That probably was Sarah. Was Isn't quoting. that your press secretary? No. no. I was <laughs> quoting someone, quoting someone, quoting someone. That was a exactly. quote from the Tumblr is mm. what that was. The Tumblr. The oh, Tumblr. No. Oh, yes. And we also, okay, one, I swear to God, one more thing I want to talk about before we get into the topic, which is good, but one more thing is that TikTok that came out. I don't know where it's from though, and I'm sure you know more information than I do, so I'm just gonna like prompt you and then let you go off. It's the thing about the woman who was saying we did breathe into each other's mouths and it was a demonic relationship. Oh. Go off. See, what was that about? Sarah, so this funny. is so sad. It's so sad. Because we get the same news, but you get yours from TikTok, I get mine from Twitter. 
and TikTok gets it from Twitter and reposts the tweet on the TikTok. And 50% of the information from Twitter that is now put on TikTok. Well, no, no, no. It gets 50% of the information gets lost in translation from Twitter to TikTok. Yeah. So half of it's wrong. Yes. The way I hear it. Yes. So, <laughs> so explain. So let me give you guys some historical context. Yeah. Billy Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie, the <laughs> most. Billy Bob. His name is Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob. He said Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> I just said Billy Bob Thornton. Speci- well, what do I say? Promenade. Risotto. Risotto. I can't believe you went. You. You. That's the hill you died on. Yeah. That right there is the hill you died on. I took that to the grave with me. But for anyone who doesn't know or needs a little refresher, Billy Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie, they met on the set of some movie that no one talks about anymore in like 1999 or something. Angelina Jolie had just separated from her first husband. Ooh, she been getting, I don't know. And, um, Isn't they Isn't she dating The weekend now? Yeah, she oh, is. That's no, no, it's like out now. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she's dating him. That's a whole other story. Um, and she had just gotten separated from her first husband, and then they eloped that year, her and Billy Bob Thornton. Whoa. He, they were married for three years, and I believe he's exactly 20 years older than him. Whole thing. But they had some weird-ass connection. Like, they would, they used to wear, and this is, like, confirmed, vials of each other's blood around each other's necks as, like, a symbol of, like, I'm always with you. Gross. She had a Billy Bob Thornton tattoo. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen Billy Bob Thornton. Um, you should go look, because you will probably be as confused as I am about the situation. Um, yeah, they were weird as shit. They had... They had this weird, like, oh, we're connected eternally type vibe going to them. They're very, like, Williamsburg couple now, where they were like, we were made in the Venus rising moon for each other, that whole vibe. So here comes the Zoomer Walmart version, which is Machine Gun Kelly and, and uh, what's her name? Megan Fox. Who is, Megan Fox is a 10 out of 10. Megan Fox is a 12 out of 10. Machine Gun Kelly is a 0 out of 10. So I'm confused as to why women are doing charity work out here this year. Every woman, every single woman I know is doing charity work. But they had this little interview come out in GQ last night and, uh, or yesterday. Well, by two days ago, by the time this episode comes out. And they were talking about the relationship. And two things really stuck out to me. One is she was like, when we had our first kiss, we didn't even touch lips. We just breathed into each other's mouths. And then I walked away. I was like, so they were like, and then walked away <laughs> for those of in you who pandemic. didn't catch that asmr style <sighs> in a pandemic nasty yeah. then it got even weirder is when she was describing i have to get a direct quote from this because i think it won't do it justice unless you have it word for word yeah but um they were asked like how would you describe like your relationship with each other like is it all good is it all bad blah 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 because like they're always together they kind of like um you know are really pushing the PDA thing. Same thing with what's her name? Courtney Kardashian and um Ra? No, Travis Barker. Oh. From Blink 182. Oh yeah. I I forget I don't know who she's dating at any point in my life ever. I'm so dead. <clears throat> um oh there is also another thing she said in, in an interview like ten years ago that every time I see it I laugh so hard. But back to what we're talking about right now. Why is it not it's been coming up every day besides now. Oh yeah. She um, responded and said, it's ecstasy and agony for sure. I don't want people to think anything's perfect with us. I didn't say it was the darkest fairy tale for no reason. There's also the demonic side. I was like, uh-uh. I, why is your relationship demonic? 
What Why kind are you of spreading that? What are you talking about? Also, do you know? I forget what fucking show it was. Maybe it was like American Horror Story or something. But that woman and that man, like that, this woman and her husband, would have sex, but like conjure up Satan while they had sex so that she could get pregnant. No, like I'm is not, that the kind of thing you're talking I'm, I'm about? I'm signing of the cross right now. I don't know, but wait, I just found more quotes. I forgot about this one. Okay, when she said it, when they like when she first saw him for the first time. Ready? This is a direct quote from Megan Fox. I just remember this tall, blonde, ghostly creature. Because this boy is skinny as hell. That's my side. And I looked up and I was like, you smell like weed. <laughs> he looked down at me and he was like, I am weed. <laughs> then I swear to God, he disappeared like a ninja in a smoke bomb. I know he thought that was sexy. Was that all a direct quote? That was all direct up quote. Until, up until smoke bomb? Yes. Like, I am weed was a direct quote. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. I think it's so funny interesting and then this is the other like famous megan fox quote that everyone always talks about because <laughs> it's just so funny she said um i'm a hypocrite so this is when she came out as bi like in her magazine interview she goes i'm bi but i'm also a hypocrite i would never date a girl who is bisexual because that means she also sleeps with men and men are so dirty that i would never want to sleep with the girl up with men but she sleeps with men i don't know Everyone was like, girl, you really thought you were getting deep with that one? But you kind of just circled back into a big old question mark. Speaking of people who think they're getting deep and they're not, this is literally the, I swear on my life, this is the last thing we're going to talk about before we get into this. Yeah. There's so much in celebrity news right now. Just like, this is the swear to God last thing I'm going to say. Demi fucking Lovato saying her little shin thing thing oh, the about alien thing. aliens being an offensive term to describe extraterrestrials. Like, I agree it's offensive it's in, like reference to immigrants to a country. But like extraterrestrial beings we don't even know exist. Like girl there are fights you can be fighting on this earth that are actually happening and that's yes. why you choose to I don't, I don't know. We all know that aliens should never like that word should never be used to describe anybody person. any, any yeah. person ever but when it comes to people we don't not people things we don't even know extraterrestrial beings, beings. extraterrestrial beings from other planets who we don't even know exist aka the word alien like that's where it comes from you really thought you did something in the moment you didn't do it and it, it really it made me laugh all in all it was really funny but she's one of the very few artists who like i just physically cannot ever since the fat the yogurt free, thing ever since the yogurt oh thing, that's funny though because didn't you call fat free yogurt a flavor how does that have to do with anything okay you miss <laughs> demi should be friends how about that how about that i'm katia adler host of the global story over the last 25 years i've covered conflicts in the middle east political and economic crises in europe drug cartels in mexico now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. 
change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. So today, our topic, our topic, our topic today is going to be high school, all things high school. We're going to be reminiscing. And when we were talking about this topic, Cindy made a really good point, And she was like, well, let's not isolate people who aren't in high school. And I was like, great idea, Sydney. Let's not do that, you know. So then we decided, you know, the conversation went just like that. And then we decided to, we're going to talk. It's going to be like high school focused. And we're just going to like talk about like our experiences, embarrassing moments, what we were like then. But also we're obviously going to relate it to what we're like now and how our goals and values and morals and like how we in general have shifted since then it's gonna be fun we love to hear embarrassing stories about what is going on when we were really young and disgusting high school was a fever dream i never want to return to yeah all of my high school was embarrassing there was no cute moments uh yeah you guys all know i'm black i went to an all-white high school in the south so yeah and it reminiscent there i just did not like it uh i think like I wouldn't change it in the sense that, like, it did, like, shape me into who I am in the sense that, like, obviously I had a lot of trouble, like, growing up with the idea of identity just because, like, every girl around me, like, um, was obviously, like, you know, like, blonde, skinny, tan. All the guys are obsessed with them. And, like, being in a friend group or, like, I have one really, really close black friend, Kiki, love her. We talked about it all the time that, like, we were made to feel ugly in high school and not in the way we were comparing ourselves to the other girls, but like we were totally were ugly. And like, I think growing up with the mindset that like you aren't attractive and that's never going to change does put a freaking toll on you. So I think that like that moment that girls have when they're like 16, where they like get to like start doing their hair and wearing makeup and like they feel pretty and like they get their first boyfriend, all that stuff. Like I didn't get that. And, like, I wouldn't really necessarily change that because, like, the people I did hate did date in high school, just literally a single person, um, probably shouldn't have happened. And I think this why it did happen was because I was so, like, um, insecure. And I was like, oh, someone likes me. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm, like, necessarily, like, the right person for them or whatever. But I think that, like, it did allow me to do a lot of, like, soul searching in college that I think, like, I wouldn't have gone any other way. And that's something I do appreciate. So was that just a question was that more prominent for you during high school or was it more of a reflection that you realized like oh my god or not I mean I know you were you know obviously you felt it in high school but I guess what I'm asking is was that feeling more prominent when you left high school and you looked back and you were like wow I'm treated so differently here 
than I was then? Like, was there a shift in kind of like your attitude about high school or like, were you always just feeling like this one way? I think I always felt that way. Like, mm-hmm. especially during high school, I think just because like, I saw all my friends like getting asked to prom early and like all these guys fighting over them and like text, like guys would literally text me and try to get to know me to get to my friends. I was literally duff. But, um, oh, I just watched the duff. That's funny. Um, so yeah, like it just sucks growing up. Like the majority of your formative years thinking like you had no, nothing to offer anyone. But the good thing about that is that like I did throw myself into things I was passionate about because that's where I got my like value from whether it was like politics or um dance or photography things like that i like that was my creative outlet an example but um yeah it was definitely weird like getting to college my first year and like had people be attracted to me i literally was like huh are you sure i remember like the first guy that like i spoke to in any sort of romantic way in college was only the first week of school and we're friends with him to this day we actually spend a lot of time with him but um, obviously it was never anything serious, but the idea that like someone looks like that could be attracted to me, I was like, huh? But I realized that like, I wasn't ugly. Like honestly, this whole episode we've done this before, but like, I don't really think anyone's ugly. Now I'm just like a way to be like, I'm eh, pretty, but like literally the only reason why we have any idea of beauty standard is because men in the male gaze. So I think that like, I finally realized the first time that like a lot of people's attractions are a product of their environment. Environment I was in was racista. So, um, getting out of that environment and meeting people who, like, had world experiences and, like, knew more than one black person and, like, understood that, like, beauty isn't one single definition of, like, what someone should look like, that really changed perspective on myself. And, obviously, that's, like, shallow in some ways. Like, oh, boys liked me. But, like, it did give me a certain kind of confidence that I took with me into, like, my studies, into my career, into, like, starting a podcast, into applying to law school. Like, Obviously, it's weird being, like, all that came from boys liking me, but it's not even that. It's just that, like, for the first time, I feel like I had something to offer someone. Yeah. That was very inspiring. I'm going to go write a novel now. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Maybe make an inspirational poster of a cat hanging from a tree. That says, hang in there. (laughs) Um, My high school was very – and the reason why I asked you the whole question about, like, is it more prominent now than it was then is because – and I know we've had, you know, very different experiences in high school and even college, but, like – looking back on my high school I hated it but in the moment I actually really enjoyed it you know what I mean because that was the only thing I've ever known and if you don't know like me or my background my dad was in the military so we've traveled like all over the world and well only one other place other than America but I like to say what I want to say and uh you know so I've never lived in like one place more for more than like two and a half years except for high school so high school is kind of like my quote-unquote hometown like all my friends there I've been you know they were the longest friends I've ever had I stayed there for all four years and it was really exciting I was in musical theater for four years ew and she's still a theater kid guys yeah. don't worry at heart don't worry I still sing in my room at 3am and wakes me up yep. and she asked oh hold on pause yeah. this girl texted me this weekend she's like should I get a karaoke mic I was like hell no <laughs> it was a disco version I know but you don't, you, you don't even need a mic I can hear you clearly from your room yeah. um no 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 so high school I really liked it and it was a good community and then when I went to college it was like a dark cloud formed over my experience I was like well, this girl was only friends with me because she wanted me to have a party and then I did and then she never talked to me anymore. And like, I was only friends with these people because they were what I had at my disposal and like, I didn't actually like them. From my high school, there were probably like three people total who I would like still talk to now because even my best friend from 
my high school, like where I lived when I went to high school, didn't even go to my school. So it wasn't even like she's my high school friend. My very, very dear friend Mia, she goes to Penn State. She didn't even go to my high school, you know? So it was like... Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, no, she, we did not go to the same school together. And especially like from musical theater, because we all, at the time, it seemed like we all had such a tight bond. And if you are a theater kid in any way, shape, or form, you know, or if you did anything, dance, cheerleading, whatever, play a sport, you know what I'm talking about. Like everybody on your team, everybody who you have to spend the hours of 3 to 6 to 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. some days if it's tech day or like the day before competition, whatever, like those are the people who you spend all of the time with and you think that you're sisters and you think that you're gonna like be bridesmaids at your each other's wedding and then you go to college and you move to different states and it to everything changes and it's very very different and a very rude awakening I would say after moving yeah I agree because it's like and this doesn't even it's not even meaning to sound condescending but, like, when you're in high school, high school feels like the world. Yeah. Like, it's the extent of the world that you know. So That's it's not like, condescending. It's just objective. It's, like, every time a guy didn't like me back or, like, this girl said this about that girl or, like, we got into a fight over who sat where at the lunch table. Like, that felt like the biggest thing in the moment. I genuinely, sincerely cannot remember, like, 99% of my high school experience. I think because uh, trauma. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. But, um... A lot of it, I just don't remember. Like, it, at the time, it seemed, like, all consumed. Like, oh, if we didn't have this incredible homecoming party and, like, I wasn't invited to this, this, and that. Like, it was the end of the world. And now, I could not mean less. The people that, like, do struggle with, like, being in high school right now and, like, having a bad experience, trust me, it will be water under the bridge, colors in the wind, whatever the saying is. On Pocahontas. So soon, I can't even put it into words. You're, I remember freshman year of college. No, that was all a blur. That was a blur. You're so lucky I didn't start singing Colors of the Wind just then. Like, I can't even describe physically how lucky you are. I know the words. And the book of Hansa, her hair looks so good in that scene. I know. And her arm tattoo. Oh, give it to me. I want her body. Please, right now. She is a cartoon. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Please, I'm come on. You cannot so tell me that good. you are not attracted to Aladdin. I know I am. Uh. I've talked to a lot of cartoons. I then I feel weird saying that because I'm like, they're literally pieces of pencil on a paper. <laughs> and then people, have you seen those TikToks of people who are like attracted to like Mufasa from Lion King and they're like, don't tell nobody. And I'm like, oh. yeah, I'm like, girl, that's that's a whole other thing. It's not even a human drawing. It's a drawing of a lion. Oh my You're God. fucked up. You're fucked up. <laughs> there's there's a something Mufasa wrong? The Weeknd fanfic. There's, I'm sorry. We're like, um, the weekend was Mufasa. No And they had like the, the picture of like half his face, half Mufasa's face. And I was like, y'all need to get a hobby. And it needs to not be this. <laughs> Try collecting stamps or bottle caps. It's fun. Yeah. Or quarters. Or. From all of the states. Or penny. Or $2 bills. I had a $2 bill. I gave it to my boyfriend on like our third date. He still has it in his wallet. That's the cutest thing I've ever heard. I never knew that. No. If he ever uses that to pay for anything, I'm never speaking to him again. <laughs> Yeah. In high school, let's talk about like high school boyfriends because I know you don't want to talk about it, but I'm forcing you to because I know like I'll go first to like kind of loosen it up, get everybody a little bit jiggy. So my senior year boyfriend, we were dating for a year. And when we first started dating, there was a lot of drama surrounding it. So it was really exciting at first. And we were both in musical theater and he had the main part in like the show we were doing. And he had the main part in the show we were doing and I had a main part. You and your theater bay. And me and my theater bay. Just and then senior week came. So like we dated until like graduation. 
And then we had this thing called Senior Week, otherwise known as Beach Week, otherwise known as Sweek, otherwise known as like whatever. Sweek. Sweek. <laughs> we call it Sweek. But week. What are you doing for a Sweek? <laughs> That's like the flex. Like if you had a Sweek house earlier than anybody else did, you were like part of the cool group. I had my beach house really early on and I was like, I'd just go around asking my friends like, so what are you doing for Sweek? Well, I have this house and it was funny. But anyhow. Wait, did you do it after graduation? Uh-huh. Girl, the day the moment i graduated it was cutting season i was cut off cut off cut off cut really? off in a week no was it after graduation i think it was i could be wrong but anywho we went to sweek and he i like found we were in a fight or something and then i found out from like one of my friends friends that they that he like texted her like asking to hook up or asking to like do something or you know just like complimenting her in like a really creepy way and we had a discussion on one of like our earlier earlier episodes as to whether or not that's cheating emotionally cheating planning to cheat like you know how you get charged in court for like intention to what's it called like you're going to murder something premeditation or something yeah Yeah. you can get like (laughs) uh so like in my court of heart he got charged for planning to cheat on me even though he didn't yet and we broke up shortly thereafter. We even, we like got through that, but then like we went on vacation like a few weeks later and I was like, actually we're done. And he was like, oh, okay. So that's, it was all very interesting. But at the time, the reason why I kind of went through that a little bit is because at the time it seemed like I was never going to find love again. Like I was like, I am not with my high school sweetheart. I'm never going to find love. I hate myself, whatever. But yeah, so I mean high school is definitely not the whole world but like at the time it definitely felt like it was and I was like oh my god I'm gonna live alone I'm gonna be like an old spinster and like now I have this like amazing boyfriend who like I'm just so happy that things worked out that way as much as like you know there's still a very special place in my heart for him like I don't still love him or anything I think I don't think we did say I love you to each other but I don't think I ever really did love him I think it was like there's this thing that people say where it's like your first quote unquote love infatuation. you don't really love. No, that's the second one. Your first love is just kind of like a oh, kid yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. Your second love is infatuation, lust, and then your third love is the one who like you actually genuinely love and like would sacrifice for, and like usually the one you stay together for your whole life in terms of like serious relationships. I lost four, and then they're all whatever. If it was love, kid love. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. What about yours? Tell me about your experience. <sighs> Great. Moving on. Yeah. G'day. So my first boyfriend, <laughs> uh, we started dating. I don't, even have you, I don't think I've ever told you the full story. I'm ready. <sighs> Here we go. Okay, let's unload this trauma right quick. Dun, 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 dun. Um, we started dating September before senior year. And he randomly, we've been going to school together since we were literally like 11, randomly texted me one night at like 2 a.m. and was like, hey. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then we started talking and he asked me on a date. We went on a date to go golfing. Ugh. That should have been the first red flag. <laughs> and like, it just was all very quick, very sudden. Was his nose too small? No. Oh. He was too small. Oh. So, um,. <laughs> Cindy and I have a theory that if your nose is too small, you're wildly conservative. Yeah. That's where that came from. He was from. libertarian, which is a whole other thing. That's almost worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyway, start dating. And then by the time homecoming hit, I think it was October, to be exact, the spooky month, mm-hmm. he cheats on me. Oh. And I find out the night it happens. And um, he cheats with her in the same place he took my virginity. So I find out, I confront him. He's kind of like, yeah, and? And I was like, oh, okay. First relationship, I'm obviously super insecure. It's the first guy that ever liked me. I didn't think I liked him. I think he's like, I liked that he liked me. And I was like, okay. And then he was like, honestly, it's your fault because you made me feel so confident and like stable in myself. Like I can get any girl I want now. And I was like, you know what? I am, you're so right. I'm so sorry. I'm the worst. I'm, the, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, fast forward, we had the most toxic cycle of him cheating, me apologizing, him lying about it, me apologizing about together, whatever. Finally, I've told this story before, but um, first he asked me if we can ask my best friend Chance to prom. And I was like, number one, I thought we were dating. Um, number two, you are so out of her league, it's not even funny. Three, if you do that, I will literally laugh at you. Prom comes around. He asks me the day before prom, like the weekend before. And I was like, okay, well, all right. And then um, we go, whatever. Then I find out, I see this girl's little bit moji at his uh, his place. And obviously I text him, I was like, why is she at your place? And he was like, oh no, she's at my neighbor's place. They're actually like really good friends. A little did he know, I danced with his neighbors and the two daughters that they had, one was like five years older than us and one was like in like third grade. So I was like, um, which one is she hanging out with? So then I was like, you have two chance, you, I'm giving you two seconds to tell me the truth right now. He was like, fine, she came over, nothing happened. I was like, I don't think you understand that I'm not stupid. <laughs> so I gave him one more chance and he was like, fine. Um, 
we just did like over the over the pants stuff and i was like okay yeah we're done we weren't done oh yeah um side of note they were not done they continued to talk until literally the beginning of freshman year of college okay back to the story um <laughs> they indeed were not done yes fast forward back to uh freshman year of college <laughs> and i meet this random kid from my high school in the park i don't think i talked to this kid ever in my life and he's like oh yeah did you hear that like um blank and blank had sex like multiple times and like one of them caught something i was like excuse me and then i finally reached back out and i was like i ripped him a new one and we were done it was a great ending but then i also found out that you know how i told you text me at like 2 a.m that random night yeah it was a dare oh no i was like what in the wattpad fan fiction that i remember that destroyed me because i was like not only was it like the first person that i thought like i was in love with whatever not only did like cheat me repeatedly they didn't like me in the first place. It was literally that, like, I was seen as so low in the eyes of his friends that, like, it would be a funny joke for that person to reach out to me and want to be with me. That's how low they thought of me. High school. And my, the worst part is those guys were my friends. Like, my close, close friends. Like, our moms have been best friends when we were little. Like, those people are considered to be, like, some of my best friends. And that really sucked. That's and the worst. The guy that dared the guy that we dared him. I hooked up with him for two years, so I was kind of like, mm. they all just want to be you, um, or no, they all just want to date you. And you know what? I'm very sorry you had to go through that. That's very upsetting. I would like be permanently destroyed. And it's okay. That's why I'm funny. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, if Sydney didn't have her high school trauma, she would not be the funny one on this podcast. So, what would we do? Without her show. I know you know. Like there are also just like little hookups in high school and stuff, and like. Other things like that. But I think, you know, we all have that one person from high school who, were, whether it's a friend or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or anybody who we're all just kind of like stuck on. Not even that like Sydney and I are even stuck on this person, but it's more just like we all have that one person who it's like if this never happened, the whole trajectory of my life or the whole trajectory of my high school experience would have been a little differently. For me, I don't know if that's really my, co- my um, high school boyfriend, but like... We all have those experiences, and I think it's very interesting. On a more informal topic, on graduate, not graduation day, like the graduation rehearsal, it was like a big thing at our high school, and we all had to wear like really nice dresses like and dressing stuff. like gloves and shit. Yeah. Yeah. My dress strap, as my name got called, it was like I was being punked. It was like those three guys who go around, not ridiculousness, but those three guys who go, uh, practical jokers, oh. except uh, like, my dress was booby trapped and it came off right when she said my name and luckily like i was god's favorite that day the girl behind me i'll never forget maddie taylor my fucking bitch had a safety pin in a positive way oh yes had a safety (laughs) pin like on her on her being and we were in like we (laughs) were in her being she was wearing a dress too and we were in an auditorium and i'm like why do you have this and she was like i don't know like don't ask questions (laughs) so we just like pinned it up and then i went up but everybody thought that i fell asleep so it was like the joke of the year and it was really funny oh yeah my was like you you guys have all heard my my foot story that was that your like story of high school um everybody still talks about it it. really came around full circle because the first thing we had at school if you guys are new to the show i'll tell it like the quick version oh we had like a camping trip literally i hate camping um as like a bonding trip which i don't really know why because we all went to middle school together elementary school but they're like you're gonna bond now we're like okay um oh 
I got put in a group of they put you in people they put you in groups that you knew people okay they put you in a group where they knew you wouldn't be friends with anyone else in the group like four people from like every friend group they took someone and I was like oh lord here we go and I get put in the horse girl group so I'm literally like oh great here we go (laughs) and we get put in a squirrel's nest which is like instead of a tent it's like a a wood plank attached to the side of a tree you just sleep on the wood plank I was like oh hell no so I literally there was a there was a bat stuck in the like no. um edges of the things so you heard like all night because it was stuck you're fibbing to my face no i'm you're dink, lying so i zipped my uh sleeping bag it went all the way around all the way around and so I, I could have died <laughs> we were in the georgia heat i woke up and my hair was literally curly and i was like yep um that was the first night and the next day wait we i'm went- sorry can you imagine trying to go to sleep and all you can hear is a Flapping of bat wings. Girl, I was like, Mm-mm. and because like, let's name it Chewy. I was like, why would you name it Chewy? Uh, 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 ew. Okay. So gross. Anyway, second day, we go fucking hiking 10 miles. And I'm with all the dumb, the dumb boys in my grade. And, oh, okay, but our senior leader was so fine. Anyway, <laughs> we're walking and this idiot in front of me, there's a, it's like a very, very narrow trail on the side of like a mountain. It's like, you can't, you can't go in, you can't go out. You're on the trail. Oh. And there's a beehive in the ground. Why can you, ad- why can they adapt? Why can't, I just need a tree somewhere or like in someone's like yard. Anyway, it's in the ground and this idiot takes a walking stick, which he didn't even need and stuck it in the beehive and you like hear like this you know the swarming noise yeah the yeah like a that bajillion was a of pretty them. good impersonation that was good and yeah. they were yellow jackets which is like the thick ones you said that and it made me think of the bees in hunger games oh yeah chakra jackets yeah so everyone is like running like cr- i can hear like this horror screams of people you can't see in front of you you just hear the swarming and the screaming because i'm of course i'm in the back i ain't walking in the front so i have a rolling backpack because i'm a smart bitch and I tied it around my legs and like waddled through and I could, I could hear them swarming my backpack but oh. I was like I'm good like I was the only I was the only person in like my 40 person group who didn't get stung and so um but you know that feeling where like you can feel them crawling on you oh. so I had that and I felt thing on my neck and I was like senior being dramatic and I was like no this thing is on my neck so I grabbed with my shirt collar like my t-shirt and then I feel something in the thing so I was like fuck like if I let it go think about like pulling your shirt collar it's like a new t-shirt too so it's not loose like if you let that go it's stinging you immediately like right next to your neck it's gonna hurt you know so i like try to like throw it out of my shirt and you guys know i'm the most awkwardly built person on this earth and i'm clumsy as fuck i like twisted my foot and like fell over this like, tree stump and broke my foot in like four places but mind you we're on top of a mountain with like a very thin trail we couldn't stop so i had to hike like six miles down the mountain with my foot and then go water white water rafting which of course to stay on the boat you have to stick your foot in the side of the boat and it squeezes it and i was like "Mm." (laughs) it was like me just sobbing the entire trip i'm really like get me home because we're in the middle of fucking woods like even though paramac was like all we have is like a band-aid and i was like okay and then City's to make it life. yeah City's to make it really life. full circle freshman year i mean senior year of high school also in october our dance teacher's making us do a dance to this is halloween this, this is, is halloween. halloween and i'm it's we're seniors in like honors dance and i'm in the back and i'm like are we fucking four years old like i literally was talking shit out because like, we hated our teacher i was like are we fucking four years old like i gotta be working on like our concert pieces that were coming up in like a few months then working on a four-year-old pot of beret whatever routine and so it's my turn to go and i don't even make it to their first move and i just crack my foot 
and I sent Sarah a picture. Did you see the picture I sent you? Mm-hmm. Of what my foot looked like. And so, in fact, it was October, freshman, sophomore year, or freshman, senior year, like, brought around that I was an asshole. <laughs> and, yeah, I really, like, fortified my years there. Oh, no. And that's just, like, nine times separately where you just, like, destroyed your foot. That's Yeah, and awful. it was the same foot, and that foot is, you know, permanently just fucked up. Oh, ahahaha. Let's talk about an embarrassing story. So, freshman year, I, um was walking down the stairs you know literally like the second day of of high school so I wanted to you know be very like yeah like I'm a cute girl like you know I wanted to kind of establish my reputation because first impressions you only get one time no Cindy just showed me a picture of her foot get that out of my face yeah bye and I was walking down the stairs with my friend Lauren and I just eat it I fall down the stairs and I broke my tailbone, my coccyx. Mm-hmm. So I have to go to the hospital. It's like a minor fracture, but I'm dramatic. So I broke it. And I had to sit on a donut for six weeks in class, in, in freshman year of high school. Speaking of Sarah falling, my friend Chance was here last <laughs> week. She's like my childhood bestie that's like also become like Arthur bestie, cute or whatever. And so we went to go to this place to get lunch or dinner at Chelsea Market. And when you're leaving, there's literally two steps. Like, it's one, two, and there's the sidewalk. Sarah's doing literally nothing. And, like, the way that she fell kills me. Because it was like a Michael Jackson hee-haw. It was like her knees folded in and her legs were still out. Her feet were still out. So her knees with like an X. And she just completely falls onto the ground. Immediately she goes, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Do not ask me. I am fine. And I just see her get so red. And, like, we didn't even say anything. And she was like, I'm fine. I was like, and then like two months later she's like I'm not fine I was like yeah I know I definitely hurt and the whole night she's like my knees hurt I was like yeah I think Sarah's Sarah's not embarrassed often in public so I feel like when she is it's like the end of the world when I physically fall or fumble it's the worst thing in the world because then the next day we went to this place called Barcade which fun fact Rihanna went there the last time she came ba-boom ba-bam and basically let me just describe Barcade to you it's a very thin space but it's long if that makes sense like if you're if you live in New York City or like any urban place like you know what I'm talking about it's very long very like skinny and there are uh, the like old timey little games like that you can play like arcade games and like ping pong tables and stuff like that so you know there's and there's also a very long skinny bar and like little itty bitty tables so I'm sitting at these little itty bitty tables they're very rickety and there are stools near the tables and I was sitting on a stool with like rickety legs and the floor was uneven and I'll blame it on anything but myself because nothing's ever my fault ever and so I got off the stool and my foot my little heel catches on the stool and the rickety floorboard and I fall and I spill my red wine because leave it up to me to order a glass of Cabernet at a place where you're supposed to order like tequila and I spill it all down the back of this man's pink polo shirt and he's so sweet and he's like oh my god are you okay like let me help you up and he helps me up with his big strong arms and I'm like no 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 you don't understand I spilled Cabernet all down the back of your shirt and he was like it's fine I'm like no it's not like I ruined your shirt and he was like no it's okay and I was like I want are we gonna kiss right now I'm (laughs) just kidding but I was like why are you being so nice to me because I'm so used to like New Yorkers being so mean just no matter what and so he was very nice and it freaked me out a little bit speaking of that um that night yeah. It's so funny because there's this guy that falls on Instagram. <laughs> and, like, the minute I saw his face, I knew that was him because he's really cute. Yeah. And he came up to us. But I had just done, like, three green tea shots. And, guys, green tea shots are dangerous. They're so intense. He's like alcohol. They're so yum. They're the white girl's drink. They're yeah. White girl they're, shot. like, Snapple in a shot glass. Yeah. 
And I, like, obviously haven't gone out in a long time. So, like, the LSATs and stuff. So I wanted to, like, show my friend a good time. And he comes up to us, and he was like, hey, I know you from Instagram. And um, I was like, yeah. And that was all I said. <laughs> and we were surrounded by people. They were all looking at me to say something else. But in my head, I was like, am I, am I supposed to say something else? So then I just start babbling. I was like, yeah, yeah, I follow you. Do you know this person? You know this person? He's like, no. I was like, no, no, you know him. You know, I, I, I know him. And he was like, uh, okay. Then I DM'd him. And I was like, I am so sorry. I can't, believe, I, can't, I can't believe I did any of that. You DM'd him? Yeah, I did. Oh I don't remember gosh. I did until I did he answered. <gasps> and I was like, oh, what I do that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Why did I do that? <laughs> Why did I do that? My uvula is literally sandwiched in between my tonsils oh, right that's now. That's very attractive. And I need, oh. <gasps> did you hear that? Did you hear it unstick? Did you literally just hear that? <laughs> it went. Yeah, you know, it went. You... <sighs> I heard it. Oh my God. The mic will pick it up too. Yeah. That's so funny. Sorry, guys. Oh my God. I really felt it unattached. That was crazy. That's so gross, but oddly satisfying. Yeah. Um, guys, that was the episode. <laughs> guys, bye. <laughs> Sarah Kelsey. See you never. Um, you can listen to us if you ever feel inclined to again on yes, Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, and iHeart. And you can also follow our social media at Crying in Public Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. We're going to be hiring our interns soon, so our frequency like is going to go way up. We're, oh, yeah. Well, actually, actually, because we have second round of interviews coming up this week and then we will know by sometime very soon so thank you for listening bye 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 <laughs> i'm katia adler host of the global story over the last 25 years i've covered conflicts in the middle east political and economic crises in europe drug cartels in mexico now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.